Welcome back to Dice Pixels, episode 37. We're going to be talking about Diablo 4 and a bunch of other stuff. Timestamps are below, and uh, we're going to get into it. So, Diablo 4. Oh, it's so wonderful! <laughs> no problems whatsoever! I swear to God, we... I'm, I'm almost positive that we said this in a, like a few episodes back where we were all kind of apprehensive about pre-ordering it considering the fiasco that was Diablo 3. Yeah. And we even talked about that last night. So, Adrian. <laughs> so, I pre-ordered. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, so, <clears throat> I have not played the game yet. Uh, it was supposed to go live at 12 p.m. this morning. Uh, noon and uh, it's now four o'clock and I have not made it past the queue as of yet uh, we're obviously recording so I'm not I, it's it's in queue right now we're, we'll see after we record this uh, I did get my wife got in for 20 minutes or so mm -hmm. uh, and I have thoroughly explored the loading screens those are loading screens they're great um, on a scale of one to ten how top-notch are they well, actually, so funnily enough, on the Xbox, I, they, they seem fine. But on the PC, apparently, I, I was seeing some reports of people uh, during the queue screen, which is just a fucking like video in the background. Um, their graphics card was like spun up all the way. Like it was 100% fan. I was like, so what the hell is going on in this loading oh screen? Oh, my God. For, for two hours. It's in there queuing and their graphics card is just going to the just wailing. Mm. Uh, so apparently not that good, I guess, is the answer. <laughs> not the answer I was expecting, but no, holy right? crap. Uh, so, so yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure Blizzard shit the bed in every conceivable way on this one. Like, so I, so full disclosure, I pre-ordered the game knowing full well that it was a Blizzard game and I was going to get fucked. Like, I knew this, but I was like, if I can get in for even an hour this weekend, I can make a little video, throw it up on YouTube. Maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe it won't. Who knows? But I'll, I'll do it. So I was happy to pay the extra money to do that. And I know that in six months, the game is going to be good. It's a Diablo game. I'll enjoy it. In six mm -hmm. months, it'll be fine. Just like Diablo 3 was just garbage at launch, but I played the hell out of it later on. Uh... But I didn't expect to get this fucked. Uh, they they really really screwed this up. They're, so the server capacity is garbage, obviously. But there's the there's the initial question of like why the hell is it connecting to a server in the first place? It's not an online game at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no online element to it. With Diablo three, the only reason that there was an online component, they said was for the real money auction house because if you're dealing with real money you have to make sure that people aren't like duping items and stuff yep. but they cut that in diablo 4 so i'm really not sure why they're bothering with or at least offer an option for offline play because everything has to be online all the time always always yeah. so yep. so as a as a consequence of that uh i've seen several reports now and i'm sure watching this tomorrow if you're interested in in uh, Diablo 4, you've probably seen more than we have at this point, but um, people's characters are just disappearing because every fucking thing needs to go through Blizzard servers. So people will like, I tried to add an, a talent point and the game crashed. And then when I went back in after two hours of queuing, 
my character was gone because it just didn't get saved to the server. And yeah, like they, even for Blizzard, they fucked this one. <laughs> um, but so I, I, I got through the queue and to the login and then I was informed after that that I needed to link my Battle.net account because, of course, I haven't played a Blizzard game on my Xbox. And then I was informed by Blizzard that there was an authenticator attached to my account that was on a phone that I didn't know where it was because <laughs> it's not on my current phone. I haven't played a Blizzard game that required an, uh, an activation, an authenticator, in years. So I went rummaging and I eventually found the phone. But then, of course, Apple, the the iPhone takes like 20 minutes to charge up when you plug it in if mm -hmm. it's been dead for a while. So while I was waiting for that, the game kicked me out because I, I had taken too long to like log in. So so I have not gotten to play the fucking game yet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm going to post some sort of a video uh, later this weekend or, or Monday or something. It'll probably be a couple minutes long sort of thing. Maybe more. I mean, if if I end up playing the game and actually get through something and enjoy it, maybe I'll actually post a proper video. I would say that I would stream it. I had originally thought that maybe we would. But people are talking about playing for 10 minutes and then crashing. So I don't, I, I don't know. Streamers are having very mixed success already. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know if we will. But mm -hmm. we'll see. Maybe later today we'll hop on for a little bit. Later yeah. yesterday for you. You you will know if we did. Yeah. So. A bunch of the streamers that we that I was watching this morning, um, they were all, they were all already in queue, I think, before yeah. the 12 o'clock uh, timestamp hit. But even then, it was like a lot of them had to wait like 25 to 30 minutes just to get on. And they did eventually get on and watching their gameplay. It's like, okay, yeah, well, this is obviously Diablo. But <clears throat> I seen uh, one tweet just looking it up on Twitter uh, to see how the communities reacted to it. And I seen one fellow uh, mention that he played for 90 minutes before being kicked. He was lucky. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people are saying like a few minutes. Uh, there are some people who have legitimately gotten through to like boss fights and stuff, but mm -hmm. uh, that seems to be the exception, not the norm. I think at this point, it's pretty unforgivable for, for Blizzard to be doing this. Like, like I had said earlier, like if it's, if it's like their first or second game or something like early on in company development, yeah, it's understandable for an instability and all of this crap to be happening, but... They've been around, like, how long? Like, literally decades at this point. Yeah. They've it, had, like... They're old. Yeah. There's there's no reason for it to be and, this terrible. And this is exactly what happened with Diablo 3. Yeah. Like, to the letter, this is exactly what yeah. happened with Diablo 3. So we were, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, and... Um, the fact that they charged people for the early access. So, so to be clear, if you haven't been following Diablo 4 or whatever, um, just buying the game, pre-ordering the game, does not get you access to the early demo. You have to pre-order the deluxe edition. So you're essentially paying more for access to this weekend. Uh, and then they gave away a whole bunch of extra codes to people through KFC and they're they're running contests for additional codes yeah. and, and all kinds of stuff. Meanwhile, they clearly didn't even have the damn servers to support the people who pre-ordered the fucking game. So, uh, people are really angry. The problem is, of course, for most people, um, it won't, they won't, 
do anything about it. Like no. the reason Blizzard keeps doing this is because people keep putting up with it. Yep. Like, yeah, Twitter, everybody hates them right now. But by the time June 6th rolls around and the game's actually releasing, people will be like, oh, it's all fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> Sarah's destroying her water bottle. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, so like that's why. Like people have a short memory and, and they keep giving them a chance. I went in fully knowing that I was going to get screwed. Yeah. I actually wasn't annoyed about the queuing. I expected that. I was annoyed about the battle net linking and actually more annoyed with Apple, the fact that it took my phone so long to turn on. <laughs> Basically, every other device in the world, you plug it in and it like within 30 seconds, it you can turn it on. Mm-hmm. Not iPhones. No, no, no. Those take hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I that really annoyed me. And then the fact that... Uh, that I had to rummage through and find the old phone. Because, of course, you, I went to... I told you guys this, but yeah. I went to uh, the Battle.net login, and I said, like, I've lost my authenticator. I need to remove my authenticator from my account. And Blizzard, in their infinite wisdom, says, great, just enter your authenticator code, and we'll get right on that. <laughs> Yeah. That that's so bizarre. Like I remember, I have one of the original authenticators that you had to like buy from them. Sure. Yeah. And when I had to remove that one because battery died or I lost it or whatever, I don't remember having that much issue removing it. I I feel like there's a way. I feel like I did this one time with my World of Warcraft account years ago, and I ended up having to like send them a photocopy of my license or something stupid. Like email them a photocopy of my license. It was very very dumb. Uh, but like I didn't even get that. Like literally, I went remove my authenticator, and the next screen was how would you like to authenticate? And there was a drop down that just said authenticator. It wasn't like email me, call me. It, there was no like, I, call us here if you're having trouble. Literally, just a screen that said, "How would you like to authenticate?" Authenticator. It's like, do you realize the button I pressed to get here was remove authenticator? <laughs> so, anyways, I found for one of my accounts, the one that matters. I I did actually find the phone and got it charged up. But while I was faffing about with that, I got kicked out of the queue. So I still have not gotten to play Diablo Four <laughs> yet, but. I will eventually. Well, you were saying that you were having issues too uh, on an Xbox yeah. as well, yeah. uh, actually getting the demo. Yeah, yeah. So, so micro, so everybody screwed this launch up, Microsoft included. Um, so when when you bought the game on Xbox, it uh, as with all games, you you buy the game, you pre-order it, and then it's like, cool. Would you like to pre preload the content? Yes. And it downloads a few hundred megabytes. And I thought that was a little weird because I expected it to be more. But I'm like, it's a demo. Who knows, Mm -hmm. right? Like, could be small. I don't Mm -hmm. know. No, no, no. That's that's not the game. That's just like literally as far as I can tell, that's like a, a video file that just plays when you open it and tells you that it's not ready yet. You have to go back into their library and find the Diablo demo which is a completely separate game that's 76 gigs on the x it's it's actually interesting on the x it was 76 pretty sure on the s it was only like 62 so there's something textures or something they actually intelligently deliver a different version which is which is good i mean good yeah, on them that makes what sense. Is that a part of that smart delivery system that they have for I, a lot of their games? yeah i assume it's it's that in action which is which is good like rock on i'm happy about that um but uh, so you have to go and manually install this other thing um 
And uh, so I didn't know about this. I had no reason to assume that they had given me the wrong game, especially mm-hmm. after the the whole hoopla they made about the smart delivery. I just assumed it was right. And uh, yeah, so then I was, when 12 o'clock hit, I realized that I was not going to be able to get in. So I had to go and download this other game, which took me a few minutes to figure out. And then, so I didn't even get to try until about one forty-five, and by then, or uh, 12.45, and then by then the queues were already up to like two hours. So, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's all just a rich tapestry of bullshit. They really screwed this launch up badly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, people, like there's, there's the two camps, there's the people who are complaining about it on Twitter, which I, I fully support because like they screwed this up. There is... There is zero excuse for Blizzard sucking this badly mm-hmm. for this long. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who are like, oh, give them a break. It's a demo. It's a beta. It's like, no, no. no. Like beta, like crashing, fine. Crashing is part of beta. Like the people who are like, oh, I tried to add a talent point and it crashed. That's fine. That's part of beta. I tried to skip a cutscene in it. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping a cutscene made the game crash. Like all of that, whatever. Your character being deleted when you go back in is like that's not so beta. That that's like you should have probably caught that before yeah. you went to beta. Uh and then the two hour queue, it's like, well, that's just unacceptable for any reason ever. Like That sounds like when servers first open up for a new expansion for World of Warcraft. And this is why I didn't uh, this is why I knew that I was gonna get screwed because like World of Warcraft still has this problem. Yep. It's had this problem for as long as it's been... How, God, how many years is... It, I feel like it's like 18 years or something. I think the original came out 2005, 2006? Yeah, that would be 2004. Oh, so, so that is... 19 years this year. Bordering on 20 years. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> uh, so for 20 years, they've had this problem with World of Warcraft. So I wasn't expecting miracles, yeah. right? Um, but, uh, the fact that they're charging people to play in this early access makes it like extra unacceptable Mm -hmm. that they're doing this. I'm not surprised. I fully expected that it was all of the other crap that they got in my way that actually annoyed me. Like the QI, it's unacceptable and and people should be complaining about it. And I wish that people would actually hold them to task by like, I don't know, refunding their orders or something. I fully expected that part, so I'm not that grumpy about it. Uh, it's still unacceptable, but I'm not that a grumpy. So, was there? I, I can't remember, and I I don't think any of us played it. But was did they have issues with uh, Dragonflight? Didn't that just come out for a while? There were some. Was it, it, it's less, but that's mostly because the World of Warcraft player base has been pretty stable. Yeah, it's in um, with, yeah yeah. There, every every subsequent release of an expansion, from the numbers that I've seen. The, the sort of like reactivation. Uh, Haha, it's you this time, <laughs> not me. Fun. Chad just about dumped monster. Shut up. <laughs> that was a good catch, though. It, uh, it went right up to the rim, but not over. It was perfect. Well, they go over a little bit. There's a bit of splash. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, so, anyways, um, it, it used to be people would kind of lull before an expansion, and then there would be like a huge uptick in accounts. Yeah. That, that peak seems to get lower with every expansion, so their servers have to, they don't have to have as much mm-hmm. uh, extra capacity. Uh, but uh, with Diablo 3, it's like, it, it's the KFC thing that really makes people pissed off about it. And they're, yeah. again, they're right to be pissed off about it. It's like, you you couldn't even handle the people that paid extra to be a part of this. Yeah. And then you went, and went, went ahead and gave away free codes through KFC. Like, 
you're actively disrespecting your customers. Yeah. You are just actively shitting on people for no good reason. Mm -hmm. So. Well, and honestly, too, like we said, with the style of the game that it is, um, there should just be like, if you want to try it, like just have it offline. Like, yeah. I mean, even if that means you can't partake in the auction house, which is the only, that's the only part of the game that I'm aware of that has any reason to be online whatsoever. Apart from Um, like, you know, the typical online multiplayer shit. Yeah, well, yeah. like the the season stuff because yeah. they're they're gonna do seasons. Yep. They've already said they're doing mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, fine, like you can't play seasons offline. Fair enough. But if you want to yep. play the main game, especially during the beta, when you know this shit's gonna be broken, mm-hmm. uh, give it an option, right? Mm-hmm. Like people could be actually testing the game right now. Instead, people are testing the loading screens. <laughs> <laughs> Which, incidentally, there are a lot of bugs with. <laughs> Weirdly, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so so we have seen some of the gameplay, to be clear. My wife did get into the game. We have... Uh, it looks a lot like Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. I find I find the... And I mentioned this before, but I find the, uh, the art style to be more reminiscent of Diablo 2 as opposed to 3. Because with Diablo 3, I found to be really colorful and, like, vibrant and bright. And it had this kind of cartoony aesthetic to it all. Yep. And with Diablo 4, when they announced it, and even just the seeing what we had up there, it just reminded me of like an upscale uh, Diablo 2 kind of art style. Yeah, uh, you said that. And, and um, I didn't I didn't see that. I, uh, I didn't feel that. But yeah. then again, you know, I I don't know. I never thought that Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 looked that different. Um, I mean, they're, they're obviously Diablo two was far less like graphically. Yeah. Like yeah. polished, we'll mm-hmm. call it. But in terms of like tone, I, I didn't really think they were that different. Yeah. I, I think the, like three to me just looked more, it, it had a more kind of cartoony, not like hard, super cartoony, but no, it was more it was like the along the lines of like, yeah, chunky. wow, like kind of yeah. like wow or Warcraft or something. Yeah, it had that kind style. of art style apart from like the cinematics. I mean, the cinematics. I'll give it to Blizzard, man. You guys yeah. do cinematics like a fucking champ. Like that's I mean, the shit that they come up with for cinematics is amazing. It is yeah, so well, they're good. they're pre-rendered cinematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are, are yeah. amazing. The the in-game uh, intro <laughs> cinematic where the guys so, walking with the torch was pretty bad. That okay, so yeah, that that torch. <laughs> why does that fire look so bad? Like that looked horrible. I I can only assume that uh, they're either they just didn't care or they're going to improve it it. um i certainly hope so (laughs) because i gotta say that was a that was a pretty embarrassing uh like that honestly didn't look better like it did in some ways look better than old games but Mm -hmm. like that honestly looked like the sort of thing that i would expect from like a early 2000s sort of cutscene. it was not very good it almost reminded me of uh the the class like the old resident evil resident evil 2 style games how they had like the pre-rendered backdrops yep and you'd see the fire in there and it it looked completely out of place next to the character model that's how this kind of looked to me because the way the fire was moving and just it it didn't look like it meshed well with like the rest of the game yeah i i think it was a shader problem yeah i'm pretty sure that it was uh because it's like hazy and there's snow and everything else um, I'm pretty sure that it was actually just like a shader issue where the mm-hmm. outline of the flame looked weird. Yeah. So presumably it's something that they could fix. Um, 
Whether they will or not, who knows. Which, by the way, this isn't a game-breaking issue. This is just something that we all kind of seen and thought, that's really weird. Well, given that we've only been able to see the first, like, 20 minutes of the game, I mean, there's only so much we can critique right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I say, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll keep at it throughout the weekend, try and get some time logged, but unless they fix stuff fast, I don't think there's much of a chance because like, holy crap, this is, this is probably the worst Blizzard launch to date and they've had a string of really bad Yeah, I was going to say, that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sad that like, it always seems to happen to like Diablo. No, it happens to everything. No, I know, yeah. but but like I'm looking at the last uh, the the last WoW expansion, and I'm like I'm sure there was issues, but it wasn't, and it's probably because I don't play the game, but it, yeah. it wasn't like where it was like to the forefront, and I was seeing it's like oh geez, wow, they fucked, they really fucked up with WoW. Yeah, no, I mean there were lots of issues with Dragonflight, though. Yeah. Like to be clear, like I do, there wasn't the queuing issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because not like a million extra people didn't like start playing yeah. overnight. Yeah. Uh, or at least if there were, it wasn't enough more to be a problem. Uh, so I don't think there were queuing issues. That's mm-hmm. that's a new game sort of thing. But like, yeah, they they and now they did like an official response and everything to all of the Dragonflight launch issues and everything. Okay. So uh, it's it, Blizzard sucks. Blizzard is a shitty, shitty gaming company, which actually is one of the reasons why I'm curious as to why Microsoft is even trying to buy them. Yeah, like I, I assume it's because they they see all of the intellectual property and they're like, oh, we could do a Diablo five, but like good. <laughs> we we could take all these things that Blizzard keeps screwing up and not screw them up, because uh, otherwise, like Blizzard is a train wreck of a company. Uh, they they. They flounder from one horrible mistake to the next and and just barely cling on to people's goodwill enough to get them to buy games. It's crazy. It's so surprising that they haven't learned anything from their mistakes either. Or they have learned like little bits, but keep making amazingly brand new ones. Well, in fairness, I think they have learned one thing, which is they can continue screwing up horribly and nobody cares. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, unfortunate as it is, I feel like that is the lesson they keep taking away, and, mm-hmm. and they've yeah. learned it well. And so. I mean, we've, and we, and it's the same can be said for a lot of these online games. I mean, look at Destiny Two, right? Lightfall just came out, and I've heard a lot of people say that it is a very disappointing expansion. Sure. Right, but I mean, people still play it, people still buy it, and great. Like, I mean, I still, I, I will still stand by and say, like, it Destiny Two is by far and away the best first-person shooter on the, on you know. I'll take that over COD any day, but that's just me. Um, but well, it's not just you. No, I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, like even I was just like, no, I'm I'm done. So I feel like Bethesda has this reputation as well. Like their games come out, they're just absolutely buggy, and they continue to be buggy forever. But people still play the ever living shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. I think probably the 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 thing that makes Bethesda. Um, like people be okay with Bethesda is like they'll they'll release a game and it'll have huge issues. Yeah. But they also almost always have modability baked in from day one. So a lot of times people can like 
either mod around it or they can just fix the stuff that's they can improve that i mean look at skyrim right like yeah Sky, it's still buggy as hell but people st still love it myself included people still love it and also like if you load it up with a bunch of different mods like you're not even playing the same damn game no as, uh, like i mean obviously you are but like it's so different than what it was when it was released mm. Um, so I think that's part of what Bethesda gets away with is like, there's a very strong modding community. Yeah. Yeah. Blizzard. I mean, wow has UI mods, but like Blizzard doesn't do modding. Blizzard doesn't Not do way, no. launches. Blizzard doesn't support their games very well. I actually don't really know other than the fact that they make really cool stuff. That's terrible. I don't know why they're <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. anyways. Uh, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Why indie, why indie games are begin becoming more like well liked and like moving more into the forefront is because of the AAA gaming companies like Blizzard and Bethesda and and everything like that just shit in the bed again and again and again. Yeah, like, uh, without remorse. Yeah, like without even trying yeah. to correct for it. Yeah. Um. So anyways, yeah, Diablo 4, absolute train wreck. I'm sure that within a couple months, it'll be great. Well, okay, no, within a couple months, it'll be released. Yes. And then a few months after that, that. it'll be great. Yes. Because mm -hmm. that's the way these things go. Like, I'm not saying Diablo 4 is a bad game. I'm saying Diablo 4 right now barely even qualifies as a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on on other news though from from Blizzard, I this this headline caught me by surprise. Uh, it caught all of us by surprise. They they've banned one hundred and twenty thousand Death Knights from WoW, and uh, we were all like, "Why Death Knights? Like that's weird." Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take long to figure it out. It's uh, Death Knights start at level what is it fifty? So yep. all the bots use de Death Knights. So yep. they just banned a lot of bots. It just happens that all of them use Death Knights. But <clears throat> that was. Uh, surprising to read that it's like why did was there something wrong with the class did they no no no, no. no. it's just all the bots use death knights so <laughs> yeah but that was that was fun i like that um yeah. did you guys want to talk about this tiny tina yeah on steam right now until march 24th tiny tiny tina's assault on on dragon dragon keep dragon keep okay i did have dragon keep in there anyway it's it's free on steam for keeps for Keatsies, it was originally released as a DLC for um, Borderlands 2, if you're unfamiliar with it. And then when Tiny Tina's Wonderland was coming out, they re-released it again as a standalone item. And uh, it's free right now until the 24th. So yay. Yay. Oddly enough, though, the DLC is still 326 or something like that. <laughs> That's weird. Yes. But yeah, go grab it while you can. It's a co-op game, that shooty and a squeaky girl's doing like a D, D style game in it so if and, you like borderlands yes and or even if you don't who doesn't like free stuff right it's yeah true. that's mostly it's why free. i'm getting it because yeah. it's free yep. yeah why not yeah yeah i uh so i went uh this week uh the outer worlds spacers edition mm -hmm. uh came out which is a uh, an optimized version for xbox series x and s and uh, the ps5 uh basically a game of the year edition um it's it's a good game like the outer worlds is a great game it's basically like fallout in space it's made by obsidian the people that did fallout new vegas and uh south park stick of truth um and they have a rep for making you know good kind of bethesda style rpgs right mm -hmm. 
Uh, this one's good. It's got a little quirky sense of humor. It, it reminds you a lot of like yeah, literally Fallout in space minus like the dark nuclear holocaust stuff. Yeah. Um, but this version isn't very optimized. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah. So, you were you were showing me when I was over there and yeah. Uh, fair bit of frame drop like below yeah. 30 fps at times yeah because they have that they have the uh they give you the option for a performance or a quality mode and uh for anybody that knows the ps5 and xbox series x performance mode is basically a mode where the game will take some uh take some textures off so that the game runs at 60 frames per second which i prefer now yeah. um so i have it set for that and it's still it's there were quite a few moments even showing you last night where you're chugging through and the frames you watch them just drop yeah yeah like i like i said i i would say without question like there's not an fps counter but i would say without question there were times where it was below 30 frames per second which is significantly off of the 60 fps like if it was (laughs) if it was like oh yeah it's not quite at 60 Mm -hmm. okay whatever like that's gonna happen but it was it was low we're actually we're gonna fire it up on uh so i have an x and an s um we're gonna fire it up on the s at some point and just see if like they because maybe they like way scaled it back on the s and maybe it actually runs it faster yeah it'll look worse but maybe it mm-hmm. runs faster we'll see yeah. so um it's a it's not a game breaker by any means like it's a fun game the outer world is really if you haven't had a chance to to play it it is on game pass um, I the, the the original versions on Game Pass. I don't know if you can get all the the added bells and whistles. You probably can, but um, yeah, if you want to try it, it is on Game Pass. Um, but it is a fun game. I do like it. The one thing that's, I think honestly, the one thing that really, 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 really annoys me about this Spacers Edition is every time you start the game from scratch, like you you shut it down yeah. and, and turn you, it on. You, you close it. And when you go back into it and it goes through the menu thing and you see that starting screen and you hit the A button, you always have to scroll down this fucking end user agreement yep. and accept it before you can even load your game. Like, okay, in some games, you do that once. And yep. that's usually the first time that you log into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck do I have to do this every time I yeah. log into this game? Yeah, stuff like that. You're like, <laughs> who did? Who didn't do their job? Yeah, I <laughs> don't remember. Like, because we have it for PS4 as well, and so I was playing it on uh, the PS4 when we were using that a lot more. I don't remember having to do that at all. Yeah, no. Somebody just there's there's a bit that's supposed to get set when you say yes, and yeah. somebody didn't do it, mm-hmm. and then somebody didn't test it. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no way that was intentional. Yeah, that would be. There's no idea. way that's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> Very annoying. But I've been having fun with that. I, like I said, I, I'm enjoying the game. Um, it's great to play something where you can literally talk your way through everything. And for the most part, never really have to fire a shot. Yeah, when you said that, I'm, I'm actually curious. I, I'm going to have to check. I'll probably check out the Game Pass version yeah. and see what it looks like uh, versus the Spacer. But that yeah. that kind of tweaked my curiosity because I, I enjoy games that actually let you play. That was actually one of the things about Skyrim that uh, kind of bothered me. I played as a rogue, mm-hmm. um, essentially, and I could sneak through 95% of the game. But then you get to a boss, the the end boss specifically, and no, you're you're in full on combat. It's yeah. Like, but that's not how I built my character, so this is a problem for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I like games that legitimately let you get around stuff. So, 
Uh, here's a random one, since we're on the topic of Xbox stuff right now. Yeah. I got an ad for Pizza Hut on my Xbox. That seems so weird to me. I was, I booted it up, and uh, on the home screen where, where the game tiles are and everything, there was a Pizza Hut. And I was like, ah, oh, that's interesting. Maybe they added an app, right? Because they, they used to have one. And uh, so I, I watch it, and it's a it's a literally just like a commercial for Pizza Hut. They're, they have this new Melts thing that was like nine bucks. It's like a Panzerati. Ah, okay. Like. Um, so I was like, cool. And and weirdly enough, the 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 video ends with like an order now on the screen, and it, you know it looks like a button. And I'm like, you know, that's not a button. So then I went to the app store because I'm like, sure, I'll I'll check this out. Uh, it's weird that they didn't just link you out to something, but I'll check this out. I search for Pizza Hut. Weirdly, Forza 5 comes up. One of the DLCs for it. I think it was Forza 5. That's strange, but not relevant. Uh, there is no Pizza Hut app. So they showed me an ad for Pizza Hut on my Xbox, but didn't let me follow through with that, which is really stupid. So now I'm talking about how stupid this was instead of how awesome it was that they were like, here, buy pizza. And then I was like, click, and I got pizza. I don't understand. Somebody fucked up in their marketing department really badly. Yeah. I would have ordered it just for the story. They would have made money. And instead, they kind of annoyed me. Like, I love Pizza Hut. I'll still order from them and everything else. But, uh, like, I don't order it a lot. But I like Pizza Hut. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. I totally would have ordered these if they had just given me an easy way to do it. And instead, they... No, I guess they wanted me to pull out my phone and order through that, which... I mean, I could have. You could, but like if it's already there in front of you, most people are going to do like one of those. It's like the the chocolate bars at checkout counters. Like it's there conveniently. Let me right. just do the thing. Right. Like this is marketing 101. It's like yeah. if you're going to tell somebody about a product that's like an impulse buy, you better fucking let them impulse buy. <laughs> yep. So, so it literally went from, oh, that's kind of weird and quirky that they offered me to like order pizza through my Xbox. And now it's like. They interrupted my experience with an ad that I couldn't even then action properly. No, that's stupid. Like yeah. I, I have a low, I, I lost respect for the Pizza Hut brand instead of having a cool story and delicious pizza. Mm -hmm. So like that was a, that was a near miss. Shame. <laughs> and weirdly, Shame. they, they had an Xbox app on the Xbox 360. They did release a, an app for Pizza Hut. It really just opened their website, but they, you could order pizza through your Xbox and it sold a ton. Like there are news articles that you can look up from people say from like, yeah, it sold like millions of dollars worth of pizza because oddly enough, yeah. Why wouldn't you order it through your Xbox? Right. That's super convenient. Yeah. Um, cause would you have been able to do it at that time when Xbox 360, like online? Like there, I don't think there would have been apps or anything. So the news articles, because I, I looked into this a little bit, uh, they were saying like 2014. So whatever that maps to in terms of. So, yeah, I guess there would have been some apps, but whether yeah. or not there had been food ordering apps is kind of. Certainly mm. like DoorDash and stuff was not. Like, yeah. th there might have been a couple, but not like yeah. there are now. Pizza Hub, Pizza was sort of your, that was the go-to for delivery. Delivery, yeah. Um, right. So anyways, it's weird that they like, they used to have an app and that, it's because I thought that's what it was. I mm -hmm. thought they were like reintroducing the app and it was like one click pizza ordering while you're gaming. I'm like, that's, I'm not going to take advantage of it a lot, but I'll. I'll definitely I mean, try it's it once. Certainly nice having it there if you want it. 
Yeah, yeah. and it's it's content, right? Like, yeah. sure, I'll give it a go and I'll talk about it on the podcast tomorrow. And then instead I'm talking about how they fucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Quick update to oh. what I was talking about with the Outer World Spaces oh, yeah. edition. Um, a patch apparently is released today. <laughs> um, but it's it addresses, uh, it says uh, one of the issues it addresses is improved frame rate and performance modes for both Series X and PlayStation 5. So We'll have an update next week. Yes, <laughs> I will update that next week. Cool. Well, at least they're addressing it. At yes. least they're yeah. not just uh, saying like, you know, pound salt. So, yeah. uh, that's that's good. <laughs> that they they heard me. <laughs> just uh, yeah. Yep. So, so Sarah, why don't you uh, why don't you talk about the Chat GPT thing? I was just scrolling through articles, and apparently, uh, well, with the release of Chat GPT four, people have been having fun on that one and someone put in there um asking about how to play pokemon emerald and the the bot or whatever you want to call it was like here is the opening sequence and this person was able to play a text-based version of pokemon emerald with a fair bit of accuracy yeah yeah it was sort of a choose your own adventure version of of pokemon emerald um which Took me by surprise when you when you linked us to it uh, when you showed us because I was like how did it actually come up with that and then reasonably it it probably just pulled it from walkthroughs is, yeah is what we're figuring but that is kind of cool that is cool I I kind of want to like I've never really played Pokemon at all but even any other game like just seeing if it could run a text based sort of version of any other game I think that would be really interesting to, to fiddle around with a little bit and. See what you could quote unquote play. Yeah, we'll we'll do a we'll do an update. Uh, I'm probably gonna Chat GPT four is being overblown in a lot of ways, much like Chat GPT three point five was. Uh, <laughs> but um, that alone is actually interesting enough that I think I'm probably gonna subscribe because I have the account all set up. Yeah, I'm probably gonna subscribe to the the plus so that I can get access to the the version four. Uh, just to see what else, because I can you do it for Skyrim? Can you do yeah. it for you know? I wouldn't because like that would be hours worth of like typing and getting. But it, it that's almost cool, cool. right? Yeah. Like, it's almost like a single player D and D game. Yeah. So um, it actually would be interesting to see if it could play a single player D and D game with you, because I know you've run the scenarios to like to do the things. You so so this is a video that I keep meaning to make, and I haven't gotten around to it. Um, you can with ChatGPT, you can tell it to assume the role of a player. Like mm-hmm. if you want to DM, you can have it basically be your player, uh, and you can actually have multiple conversations going with different player types. Uh, so you can run a D&D game as the DM and have it come up with things that a player would do. You just tell it to give you a few options, and, and one of them always makes sense. And, and some of them are actually very creative and cool. Uh, I don't think it does a good job at all as a DM, though, because it doesn't really... It doesn't have any understanding of what it's doing. Okay. It just it just vomits word salad. So, like, if you are if you say, like, as a player, as a, as a wizard, what would you do in this situation... It can be like, oh, well, I'd cast Mage Hand or I'd go invisible or, or whatever. But if you're like, give me a scenario in a forest and blah, 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 it, it'll 
kind of work as a DM, but it gets off track very quickly. Mm. Uh, it does not, it cannot create like a narrative world and then walk you through it. It just sort of, based on my last response, I'll add some more stuff and hopefully it'll make sense. And as long as you don't really, as long as you don't go too deep, it's fine. But D&D is kind of about going, like yeah. pushing the, the boundaries and it breaks up really fast. That, that kind of seems like it, Last week we were talking about Pezo um, just totally saying no to any AI created content. That kind of seems like it's a, AI content in itself is almost a bit of a solution because it could kind of give you the vague idea, but you still need to build onto it for it to actually make sense. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was getting at when yeah. I was talking about like having it fill in gaps for yeah. you. Is like if you come up with a compelling story, uh, like as a DM. I can come up with a, a skeleton of a session and then have Jet, chat GPT write me flowery descriptions and everything to, mm -hmm. to like slot in. Fantastic. In fact, I would argue that any DM that doesn't have chat GPT pulled up on their laptop ready to rock with like, so somebody says like, I'm going to, you know, go and talk to the blacksmith. Cool. Two seconds, chat GPT, give me a description of a blacksmith. It'll, it's great. It's a wonderful tool. Yeah. But you've got to you've got to be the one to keep. You've got to be its memory. You've got to be its thinking because it can't do those two yeah. things. It can do dialogue. It can do like description and everything else. It's amazing, but it doesn't understand any of what it's saying, so it doesn't track things. So that's where it falls down. But as a DM, if you want to, I'm, this is the video that I'm going to produce at some point in the near future. Um, if you want to like test out your GM chops and like learn more about GMing, uh, ChatGPT can be an amazing. I, I was actually, it caught me off guard. I gave it a few scenarios, like mm -hmm. you're a wizard and you're a buddy fighter and you're in a bar and there's a bar fight breaking out. Like, what do you do? And some of the things that it came up with were legitimately interesting and creative. Yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> you showing us some of those and it's just like, wow, this is, this is far more clever than I even would be. Yeah, and it's great because it gives you a couple of different options and you're like, okay, well, if a player did that, I, I could, you know, I, I guide them this way and if they did it, and then it's like, oh God, I didn't, oh, what would I do if a character did that? <laughs> uh, so it's it's cool. It's a great tool, but it is not in danger of, you know. Yeah. It's it's nowhere near a, an effective DM yet. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, it's a tool. Yeah, 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 very useful, but but not a not a replacement. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, um, they, real, real quick before we move on, because I have a Pezo thing actually. Oh right. Um, yeah. They have partnered with Start Playing, which I didn't even know what Start Playing was. I had to look into it a little bit. Um, but it's basically a matching service, so that if you're a new player looking to start getting into Pathfinder, it can help you find a group. That's fantastic. Mm. Very cool. I, I think that's great news. So uh, we'll link the the article. I'm not, I didn't even read the full article. So like, I'm not going to try and vomit what it said, but uh, we'll link it below. Uh, that's super cool. I think that's great. That is well overdue for need. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So. That would have been great trying to find a group years and years ago when I first started to play D&D. &D. Right. I had to find it on Reddit. So. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean, obviously, Reddit is sort of the go-to for that, and it works because you can you can find local games that yeah. way. Yeah, but uh, having an official partnership between the two, that I think that's great. That's awesome. Yep, so. yep. yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Steam, 
they have a, their spring sale happening right now uh, until the 23rd of March. Uh, tons of top hits on sale. So if you want to check that out, go for it. And hey, uh, seeing as we're coming up to the first year of the Steam Deck, um, they've also announced that for this week, uh, you get 10% off of a Steam Deck, which is really good. <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chad and Sarah are debating pulling the trigger on it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, check it out on their steampowered.com. Um, yeah, the, the price drop is pretty significant. I mean, uh, 10%, but I mean, it, it, you know. Yeah, raw numbers, it looks. Yeah. Yeah, looks nice. So yeah, uh, well, I mean, the fact that they're just, the fact that they went from we aren't even able to fill the orders to now we're giving it like that's great. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's a great machine. We loved it. We all loved it. So yeah, I I use mine not super frequently, but I do use it uh, semi frequently, mm-hmm. and it's hit and miss with the bigger games like the mm. the, the triple a's like i played stray on it and that mm. was great that's actually how i played stray the yep. first time i played it that seems that seems like a great way to play it it was i really enjoyed it and yeah. i was able to do it because stray isn't like a super involved game yeah. i was able to do it on the couch just yeah. chilling fantastic experience mm-hmm. um I'm I'm told that diablo 4 for instance runs like absolute dog shit on that it that doesn't surprise me either <laughs> Which is which is actually too bad because I do think if they can get it running well on the Steam Deck, I do actually think that that would be an amazing yeah. format to play it. Yeah. Well, we have Torchlight on um, Torchlight Two. Two. Two yeah. on uh, on um, Switch. Yeah, that's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Thank you. And it is so much fun playing it on there. Yeah, I, I fired up Torchlight Two on the uh, the Steam Deck, and and yep, same thing. Yep. Great. There are games that it's like this is uh, Tunic. Actually, I fired up briefly, and it was really great. Um, yep. And then there are other games that uh, I wasn't sure if they'd be good, like um, City Skyline, I think mm-hmm. it is. Uh, not 2, the original, I think, is the yeah. one that I fired up. Uh, and yeah, it's a little on the clunky side because it wasn't designed for it, yeah. but uh, there's potential there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody put some time into doing a proper key mapping for it, or if, if I did myself... Um, there's potential there. there. There are a lot of games that play really nicely on that form factor, which obviously is why the Switch is, you know, popular and yeah. everything. So yeah. I'm curious how games like um, uh, Red Dead Redemption and other AAAs like that would play. Because I feel like on such a small screen, you'd miss out on so much. Uh, well, I was going to say, yeah, I, I, if you're actually talking about like literally playing it, uh, I can't help you, but if you want to install it on mine and, and fire it up and see what it runs like, I mean, we can do that easily enough. I don't even know if I have it on Steam, oh. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't buy it on Steam. I've bought, uh, there, are, there are other uh, AAAs that I've got that mm-hmm. would probably give it a run. Like Stray, it it didn't struggle with Stray, but like that fan was going. So yeah. like, I think Stray is probably the upper limit for what it can do. Yeah. Um, but it, Honestly, it was super great. I mean, I played the hell out of some Graveyard Keeper on it. Uh, That'd there's be, just yeah, there's it's so perfect. Like yeah. I've in in advance of of getting one, I, I've already rebought Stardew Valley to play on it. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a it's a great thing. So so if you are on the fence, the one thing I will say is, and I've said this before, don't buy anything in my opinion except for the base model, unless you are going to plan to use it outside a lot. In which case, going for the high-end model with the the glare resistant nano glass or whatever it is mm-hmm. maybe worthwhile 
But I bought the base one and I just play everything, including Stray, off of the memory card. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. I've had no issues at yeah. all. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, uh, what other, um, oh, well, you can install Tiny Tina's, uh, there you go. <laughs> it's a free game. You just install that on there yeah. and give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there, honestly, I haven't found that many things that it won't at least give a, a, a college try at running. There yeah. are games that it cannot run. It's just not powerful enough, but it's mostly down to the control scheme. Yeah. I, when, when you lent us yours, I tried a visceral cleanup, um, and it was, it worked. It just, it didn't feel comfortable. It felt yeah. like it really did, it was designed for keyboard mouse play. Yeah, yeah, there's a fair bit of that. Now, yeah. mind you, you can also use a keyboard and mouse. If you do the dock, you can turn the Steam Deck into basically, well, literally a full-fledged yeah. PC pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, but at that point, like... <sighs> if well, I was, if yeah. I was traveling a bunch still, yeah, that's I would. Yeah, that's really yeah. the main reason I would think that you would want to do it otherwise in all likelihood well maybe not always but if you have if you're getting a steam deck you've probably already have some sort of laptop laptop iPad, or something yeah something that pl you play yeah on. but if i if i was play if i was traveling a lot because you can you can hook it up to like hotel tvs and stuff if you do the dock uh if i was still traveling a bunch i'd, I'd bring a controller yeah. although i gotta say uh i don't know if i can actually pick it up or not it doesn't matter you've all seen the s the Xbox S, I would totally throw that in my luggage. It's so tiny. It's, it's I was, over there. I oh, was... yeah, it's, it's over in the server <laughs> rack right now. It's I, not big. I yeah. did not expect it to be that small. I've never seen one before, so yeah. it, was, it was a little baby. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised at how small it was, too. It's like, like, yeah, it's... The it's size a, of the Kleenex box it's here. not much bigger. Yeah. There. Yeah, and actually thinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised, because the marketing, I feel like, doesn't do a great job of showing how small it is. Mm -hmm. It's not a big unit. You could totally throw that in your carry-on, yep. uh, unless you're, like, an, a serial overpacker. Uh, and I would totally take it, because you just need, like, literally, you need an HDMI and a power cord and, and Wi-Fi. Controller. Well, okay, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, you need a controller anyway. <laughs> um, you can actually use your phone to uh, control your Xbox with the Xbox app. And I do. They, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so... So, seeing as we're on the topic of hardware, let's uh, question. Has there ever been a hardware release that you've all been kind of really super excited about? Just in general excited? In general, like in... Dreamcast. That's my answer, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess the Steam Deck? Yeah. But I still don't even have one, so... Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Dreamcast is the big one for me, for sure. I was pretty excited about uh, the PS4. Uh, I got one, you know, right away. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Dreamcast is the big, big one. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, that's not fair. The Wii. I was very excited about the Wii. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> we got that like day one as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, the, the Dreamcast, um, I know I've said it before, uh, both probably here and in a previous life, but... It was the only system that I actually took time off of work and was there at the midnight release date. And I'll never forget it because it was nine, nine, ninety nine. Yep. And uh, yeah, I remember going to the local mall where the EB Games was was at located at. Uh, they had to let the mall open for midnight to go in, grab it. And I got my Dreamcast, my Sonic Adventure, Soul Calibur, Absolutely. got home. Popped in Soul Calibur, and next thing I know, it was the next day at dinner time, and 
Uh, I don't think it was one of the launch titles, but and and I think we've talked about this before. But Armada was the one that yeah. I played just just constantly. Yeah. Uh, we we woke up. I have a very vivid memory of my brother John and I playing, and uh, there were these uh, like kamikaze um, enemies that just would ram you, and that's they would try to ram into you so you could kill them before you got there we we so we had started like anytime we saw one just ramming speed and just go straight into <laughs> it and uh we hit a boss of one of those and we didn't really realize at the time but i was like ramming speed and just blew up the boss in one shot because you, <laughs> that's what it does but we laughed so fucking hard that my parents woke up and they're like what are you doing it's 3 a.m <laughs> get to bed yeah <laughs> Oh, memories. Oh, I love, I love, I love that Dreamcast. I, and to this day, I still say it was better than the PS2. Yeah, well, the Dreamcast was, yeah. for its time, it was the yeah. best. I, I, anyone who won't agree that the Dreamcast was the best console of its era uh, is uh, maybe never played one. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it was just so yep. freaking good. The, mm-hmm. And the yep. game lineup for it was so um, freaking good. And it actually looked like, it looked better in my opinion. Oh, it was it more looked, powerful. Yeah, it looked better, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, I don't think uh, there's so, ever any hardware myself that I was, like, super excited for. I know when Chad and I first started dating, um, I went and bought an Xbox One solely because I yeah. wanted to play Lara Croft. Uh, on Rise it. of the Tomb Raider. The yeah. The sequel to the Tomb Raider reboot. Yeah. Which was a good game. Like, I mean, the Tomb Raider reboot, they did do a good job with that one. I found that the second one, they started getting into some weird shit, but... Well, first one was weird too, but you kind of yeah. you kind of expect that with yeah. with Tomb Raider because yeah. a little bit there was a dinosaur in one of the games, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 a little bit. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of anything else, but honestly, no, no, that's pretty much it. Mm. There's a few pieces of hardware that I've thoroughly enjoyed, but I don't ever remember being like super hyped about them. Mm-hmm. Like before they came out, yeah. I'm I'm kind of hyped on those guns we found the other week, I know, but I just I don't have anything sick. to use them with yeah. yet, and they're yeah. they're pricey enough that they're not like an impulse buy. Yeah, mm. uh, especially I mean, since I think you'd want the one with kickback, which is like 200 and change. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Well, Duck hunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, seeing as we're getting near the end of our time here, you have been playing with Stable Diffusion. Yeah. Well, so first of all. If you haven't checked out Mid Journey, um, it's an AI graphic generator, and it is pretty cool. I I might add a channel on our Discord. The bot is already in our Discord. I only have one channel that it can talk, and it's one that's only available to the three of us right now. Um, I may open that up. The problem is that like you can only use it for a handful of images without paying for it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we would have to pay for it. It's like individually based on your Discord handle, you would have to pay for it. So I didn't open it up on our Discord. But you can you can check it out on their Discord server and play around with it. And it's it's pretty cool. Um, but then immediately because, you know, there's a very limited cap, I was like, how hard is it to get this running? And I got a previous version basically running on my local machine. You can do some pretty cool stuff with it. <laughs> uh, it's so the the version that I have running is nowhere near as good as Mid Journey, like not even freaking close. Because of course, as a paid service and and with a large team behind it, they've done their own training and they've like had artists like do stuff and train it on that and everything mm-hmm. else. So so theirs is like miles ahead of mine, and it's using a newer algorithm called Dolly, which the one that I'm 
have set up i don't have dolly i tried and maybe i'll try again but it was pretty annoying to get set up but i was able to like make weird like hybrid bug men and stuff like that uh i there you can do some really cool stuff so one of the reasons why i was playing with this is because we want to at some point do some dnd we mm-hmm. want to do like a filmed campaign eventually this may not happen for a while but when we do it we want to do recaps like we yes. we want to add some some elevation to it mm-hmm. and and part of that is going to come in the form of like Imagery. drawing yeah, yeah like art and paying an artist i would love to be able to pay an artist to do that because artists are better than mid-journey or anything else in every conceivable way but they also cost money yeah. <laughs> and we don't make any money yes <laughs> <laughs> we make zero dollars <laughs> negative many dollars <laughs> uh so so i was playing around with this and i did get it working and it is super cool i will post actually now that we have the community tab uh, I will YouTube. maybe mm-hmm. post a few of the more interesting images that I've produced uh, on there. The nice thing about it is that you can use images that you don't necessarily want out in the public. Mm-hmm. So like things like our logo, I can have it insert our logo into images without uh-huh. those becoming creative comments. Because if you if you give Midjourney like an image, you inherently agree that they can just reuse it however they see fit. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I get it. They don't want to have to screw around with uh you know uh licensing and everything else. I get it. Mm. But I don't want to creative commons our logo. So yeah. <laughs> so now yeah. that I've got it running locally I can like have it I can give it the logo and be like make this neon and stuff like that. And like you can do cool stuff. So mm. I've been playing around with that. I'm going to play around with it a bunch more. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll post at least on Discord, maybe even on the community tab. I'll, uh, I'll post some yeah. results. And on that note. Oh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. We're going to yeah. film another podcast later today. So we want to still have some stuff to talk about. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> but let us close the curtain on this episode. I, are you like a British villain or British? Whatever that was. I don't know. I was just making up a voice. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, yeah. everyone. Uh, like and subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Happy St. Patty's Day. That too. That was yesterday. Yes. <laughs>